Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. Once again, welcome everybody, and thanks for listening in to the podcast. Uh, we are two weeks, maybe a couple of days over, but two weeks from the start of the regular season for the Panthers. Uh, it's a few days into training camp. Things have gone so far, you know, very smooth. A um, couple of nicked up players and Joe Thornton, Anton Lundell, but they're skating. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure it's most likely more precautionary and obviously there's plenty of time for these guys to get going. Um, but, you know, so far what you've seen of this team during practices and in the two games they played uh, has really been really been terrific. You know, Joel Quenville uh, running very crisp practices as he likes to do. Not a lot of standing around, get in, get the work done and get out. The players certainly like that. And, um, you, you know, it's Quenville's third year now. And one of his big things throughout his Hall of Fame coaching career has been, been playing with pace. And I think the Panthers have really, you know, they, they really got that down, obviously, during the great season last season where they finished fourth in the league in the abbreviated season. But, um, you know, they, they, they look like a team that finished fourth, and they look like a team that's now been together for a few years under the same coach for a few years. Uh, very seamless as they start training camp. There's not a lot of stops and starts to explain things and, and those types of things. So uh, they, they've hit the ground running. Um, you know, you look at this lineup, it's got a chance to be really phenomenal. Uh, they've got one of the best groups of forwards, I think, in the league. Um, certainly one of the top se- top sixes in the NHL. Maybe the best top six in the NHL. I think some of that will hinge on that right wing second line with Bennett and Huberdeau. How good can Owen Tippett be? Um, does Anthony Duclair get some games up there as well? He's, you know, l- looking great so far in camp. Um, but this team's got so much going for it. The, the, you know, the, the roster battles up front are the depth spots and who ends up making the roster. They're going to have a couple of tough calls. A couple of guys on this roster, if, if everybody's healthy, are going to probably start the season in the AHL in Charlotte, the Panthers' new affiliate this year. Um, and, and I think that's a positive as well because you want to surround all these young players that they're starting to bring in. Uh, you want to surround them with, with good players and sometimes some veteran players. And win. And that's the big thing. You want to win in the AHL and foster that winning environment. And they've certainly got a lot of young defensemen that will be down in the AHL this year. But there are a few spots on defense. Now we'll see if they keep seven defensemen or if they keep eight defensemen. Um, You know, all things being equal, you've got Uyghur and Ekblad who are playing together to start camp. Uh, There was maybe a thought, maybe it still happens times this year where they split up. And you put Uyghur on his natural side on the right. Um, and then, you know, you have 
Ekblad on the top pair, Weger on the second pair. But anyway, starting camp, they've been so good together the last couple of years. So they're playing together. And then you've got Forsling and Montour and Nudavar and Gudis. Um, after that, you know, you'd probably say the seventh player, you know, uh, maybe a Kierstad, maybe um, Noah Juleson, maybe even Kevin Connaughton, who's a veteran guy. He's on a two-way deal. Um, and maybe they end up keeping eight. If they don't love what they have, you know, and they don't love the way guys are playing, maybe they want to have a rotation of, you know, two other defensemen instead of one defenseman available to go in. So they've got a lot of options. Now, if you do go eight defense, you're only keeping one extra forward, and that's when it gets real tight because you've got so many players that are making a push for this roster spot. I mean, Maxime Mammon coming back from, from Russia. We know about his size. We've seen him play before, but he's, um, you know, he's got the Patrick Hornquist quality to him. He's always at the net, and you love guys like that. Of course, Marchment and Lomberg was so good in the playoffs last year. And then you have the young guys like the Denisenkos and Hepo Niemi. Look, one thing you can say with prospects, we've seen guys be rushed to their detriment. You've never seen a guy stay too long in the minors, and it affect his NHL career in a negative way. So... If you have some young players that could make the team, but because of numbers, they get beat out and they don't make the team, I think that's a great situation. Go down to the AHL, whether it's for two months or half a year or a full year, and have fun, play huge minutes, and dominate. And by the way, every young player is still going to make his mistakes and maybe get some of the mistakes out of the game, out of a player's game. So... You know, I remember the Red Wings used to do that. They let those guys marinate down there in Grand Rapids. They'd, you know, they'd be a great team, um, vie for a championship. And all those players, sure, they could have been in the NHL a year earlier, but when they came in, they were so seasoned and so ready um, for much of the franchise history. The Nashville Predators have done that. In fact, their general manager, the only one in franchise history that they've had, David Poyle, um, his expression is, quote, uh, what, the road to Nashville goes through Milwaukee which is their AHL team. So, so, you know, personally, I think I've been waiting a long time to see a Panther franchise that's had the ability to do that, where they didn't have to rush guys up and you can let them, you know, go to the AHL and spend their time there. So I think no matter what happens, it's a great situation. Hopefully everybody is healthy and, um, you know, they've got some really tough calls to make up front. And there's going to be some guys, maybe some guys like even a Yuho Lamico. Um, you know, all things being equal, you know, they only keep especially 13 forwards. You know, I'm glad the Panthers rewarded him. Terrific team guy. Works hard every day in practice, even last year when obviously didn't play that much. Um, and they rewarded him with a one-way contract. So even if he goes down to the minors, he makes an NHL salary. And I, to me, that's a terrific way um, for a team to do business, to, uh, you know, to show players that they are valued, that, that you do care about them and you know selfishly I think for a team um, word of that also spreads around the league and it just adds another building block towards players want to play for your for your franchise and the Panthers right now in the NHL really do have a good reputation a terrific reputation amongst the players a place where guys want to be so uh, that's the early training camp report by the way you know I know it's only camp and preseason games but and we already knew that Huberdeau and Barkov were great players but just dominant um and Huberdeau you know pretty in overtime I mean no surprise that he finds Bennett but those two guys just look primed for 
you know, monster seasons again. Uh, I think both of them had the best years of their careers last year, and uh, we'll see. I, I personally think there's a little more left in the tank. I mean, Huberto was so consistent last year. It was his most consistent season. I know that's something that he told me that that's what he really wanted to work on last year, just bring it max effort every single night, and I think he did that. Um, and Al Barkov's got Sam Reinhart on the other side, who's a dynamic goal scorer and very high hockey IQ, and Verhage with him. Uh, when those three are doing the line rushes in practice, it's pretty uh, it's pretty fun to watch the, the passing and stuff. So it's going to be fun, big week. Panthers will um, play Dallas on Wednesday. By the way, that game is on ESPN+, Plus, which you do have to have if you want to watch the eight exclusive games this season. All the other games we'll have on Bally Sports. But there are, I mean, unless they change the schedule, which ESPN, I guess, could take more down the road. Um, but ESPN Plus, most effective way, cost effective, is to just buy the whole year. Um, it's like $84, $7 a month, I believe, if you pay by the month. And it's about 70 bucks if you buy it for the year. Of course, you can just keep it for hockey season and then cancel it. But it really is a great deal, especially if you had NHL TV, because this costs half the price. Um, you get all the games, and you also get all the other programming and articles that ESPN Plus has. I mean, I'm getting nothing from ESPN Plus, trust me for saying this, but, um, you know, it is a pretty good deal. You get a lot of content, and if you do want to watch those eight Panther games um, and some good ones, getting some good teams, you will need uh, ESPN Plus. So we'll have a lot more of the update coming up, but anyway, I wanted to say Wednesday's game in Dallas is on ESPN Plus. Friday, the Panthers will stream the home game. Of course, it's at home, so you can go to the game. And then the following week, the usual uh, all-you-can-get of the Tampa Bay Lightning. They'll play on Tuesday night, October 5th in Orlando. Two nights later in Tampa. And then Saturday the 9th, the final preseason game will be at the FLA Live Arena. And then the Panthers will still have about four or five more days until the opener against the Penguins on the 14th. Uh, please... Um, Subscribe, tell your friends, leave uh, leave comments. We appreciate it here on the podcast. I know there's a lot of content and a lot of podcasts out there, so certainly appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we will do another one before the season starts, probably next week. Start taking questions on Twitter, and then we will answer those questions on the podcast. So uh, look for that as well. Twitter is at Ice. if you did not know. Please take a moment to listen to our message from our sponsors. I urge you to do that. Without them, the podcast would not be possible. Also thank our producer, Brett Markowitz. Always does a terrific job. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954 954- 240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important. The fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund 
Children's Cancer Research, and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922-8660. Online, it's onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.